and welcome into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And I don't know what's going on, but like every time the mic comes on, my voice sounds better. Like in my personal life, I feel like I sound like a like a cart like Peppa Pig. <laughs> but as soon as this come on, I'm like, yo, I sound like a podcast host. Like that's crazy. Eric, what type of mics are these? Like I'm like Leo. These are titanium. Head on my pillow. I won't tell. is amazing <laughs> i heard you sabrina <laughs> how was your week um to be honest i don't even know when the week starts no or when clue. it ends let's go to the beach h so <laughs> again it's, it was dope i just um everything was going swell until my shoe rack broke everybody know that was a straw that broke the camel's bag i started thinking about me losing my job, the, everything, everything clicked. I forgot we was in a pandemic. Then I'm like, we're in a fucking pandemic. So my shoe rack broke. It was like that was holding my re. That was that was like holding my re. Like shit. That was um, that was sheltering me from reality. My shoe rack. And then when that broke, that was like fuck. Everything came crashing down. Yeah, cause like my rooms coming together. I'm like, yeah, I'm owning it. Like, I did this. I This is my first time. Like, I'm doing the decorating. Like, this feels, like, powerful. And that shit broke. I broke. But it's always that one time in the pan- or a few times in the pandemic where it almost starts to become normal. Like, yeah, this is life. I just stay indoors and don't talk to anyone. Like, <laughs> this is life. And then, like you said, one thing happened. Like, the the DoorDash driver put your shit on the wrong, in front of the wrong door. You're like, you know what? I just can't do this. Like, I'm like how does the government expect us not to go crazy? Literally, <laughs> as soon as that happened, I started to think about the Because, like, you understand, like, it bothers me when I cannot, well, I mean, it should bother anybody, but you can't, there's not a clear path in your room to walk. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, you could just walk over clothes. It's literally shoes and comic Bulky-ish. books on my floor. <laughs> like, all this stuff was, like, and I just, like, that irritated me. And like you said, I started talking about the, think about the government. I started thinking about, <laughs> well, you know what? I could have just went back to work. But I just started thinking about all this stuff, it just started flashing before my eyes. Girl, we be, I've been there. Like, I understand. But once my TV comes, I will be right back into my bubble. <laughs> um, Numb is the word to describe how my week has been going. Like, it's been some shit where I'm like, yo, I know I should be angry or happy or, like, sad about this. But I'm just coasting on, like, the same emotions. <laughs> and I'm like, this is called... Self-preservation. So I'm not upset at the numbness. Uh-huh. Because at the, at the beginning, and you know, at this pandemic, it was not numbness for me. I was feeling I so know. I had to talk you down. Like, I was like, whoa. No, you know that day I snapped when I was taking a walk recently? Oh, yeah. That was the, I think that broke me. Because ever since then, like, I haven't been eating as much. I haven't been sweating things. I think I needed to just fucking break it down. And then now I'm cool. Yeah, well, in the let's not speak too soon. <laughs> I remember in the beginning you called this lady at Dunkin' Donuts dirty because she had a mask on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's because the CDC was saying... Um, the CDC was saying that the mask was dirty at the time. And I was, one thing about me, I've been listening to Dr. Fauci. I won't be listening to nobody else. And Dr. Fauci at first... 
said the day was dirty. And the reason why she was dirty at Dunkin' Donuts was not just because she's wearing a mask. It's because she was scratching at her head and shit with oh, the that's mask nasty. on. So I'm like, that's how you nasty. working? How you got a mask to protect yourself, but then you scratching in your head, you not wearing no gloves. And it's just like, now you are dirty. Like, that I don't was, trust that mask on your face. That was dirty. That was. Yeah, but um, a, a lot has changed. <laughs> a lot has changed, but... We just was talking about this. I really will sn- like die on a hill and then the next day be like, never mind. <laughs> Kidding. I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> what you going to do? And I, every time I always forget. And when people really be trying to hold me to something I said yesterday, I'm like, <laughs> I grew. And then I don't believe that anymore. What you going to do? Beat my ass? Because the thing uh, is. Not you. But like when people really be trying to make you stand in something you said four years ago. And that you literally, even if they were right, I'm like, I don't believe it anymore. What are you going to do? Because you be so convincing. You be but, so But convincing. that's not my fault, though. The, I, be like, I never yo, tell people to you... believe what I say. I never tell people that. But like, just because yo. I speak with conviction in my voice, people think I'm always trying yeah. to tell them what to do. I be like, I'm not. yo, she really, I'm like, yo, she really bought it. And then, <laughs> and then I forget. It get me every time. Yeah, I be like, Saraya, like, just, and also, I'm, I'm not changing your mind. I'm just saying this is where I am with it. I'm like, whoa, she really, like, dead ass. Yeah. I'm going numb. Okay. Oh, sorry. I got no bra. Yeah, Saraya just, just bouncing her titties up and down in the studio. Like, this is. I guess the appropriate place for that, so I forgot. I'm not mad at it. I forgot. Um, I wore um today. I wore panties for like the first time in a month. <laughs> what? <laughs> I be free balling like shit. Love to hear it. Sorry, I'm like reaching out to people on the podcast. <laughs> I guess right now it's not a good time to do that. All right, let's get into this fade for it because I'm just doing anything right now. So this week. <laughs> Y'all know it's me and Mariah Carey's time of the year. Um, so in honor of the holiday, we're giving our wish list. So all you billionaires who are listening, here's your chance to fulfill what we want. All the ballers that listen to Black Girl Brunch, now's the time to show up and show out. Our fave for gifts that we want right now. Okay. So I'm going to start. Um, also, because it's Christmas... Everybody know I did the Halloween movie countdown and stuff. I'm doing the same thing for Christmas. I didn't watch my movie today yet, but I'm going to watch it when I get home. It's half Christmas movies and half Christmas horror-themed movies. Okay. That was a very hard list to compile because there are not that many horror Christmas movies. No, like I'm like Krampus and what else? (laughs) There are. And the one that I was most excited about, and I was even going to buy it, I saw that in the trailer that they had blackface. So I said, uh, no. Um, <laughs> no. I'll get into that later. But um, so, yeah, here's my Christmas list. And I'm going to post my um, the movie list again. So check that out. It's Frank and Femme's Merry Mayhem. <laughs> so, that is so cute. <laughs> so um, my Christmas list would be number one. A house, to be honest. Bro, <laughs> just give me, dead ass. Give me a house. I don't care, nothing in it. Just a bald ass house. Yeah, it don't got to be furnished, right? Because for right now, I'm good with just my bed and like the few kitchen appliances I have. Um, I'm just uh just a, a house. And what if like imagine <laughs> what if the house was um 
Shit, what's I about to say? Already paid off? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> and like, oh, you got to do, if, like, pay taxes. Even, That's literally what I was thinking. Even if you got, if the taxes were taken care of, that would be cool, too. Yep. I'm just, I'll take on the utilities. Like That's what I was thinking. A house that's paid off. Okay. The other thing would be a car. Okay. Because um, this panty has shaken me up, and I don't really want to, first of all, I didn't want to be on trans- public transportation like that, period. Yeah. Um... But this and but I had I was like oh it's okay it is what it is millions you of was people moving around on it like it was nothing yes I like one thing about me is I'm gonna get around period mm-hmm. but now that we're in this pandemic and people um be taking their mask off like as soon as they get on the bus bus drivers bus, don't have on mask and I can't even imagine on the train because you can't see the conductor so on the train it's just like whatever. Um, because I know me, like, I used to eat during my commute because it's a far-ass commute. But I feel like shit is different now, you can't you know? even eat comfortably, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, I was in the um, market the day before Thanksgiving, this girl in the middle of the aisle eating her fries from McDonald's. Nasty bitch. Mm. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's so dirty. So I need a car. Even though I ate a Beyond sandwich <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic in the, the supermarket because I didn't understand what was going on. I was... Email no. From the beginning of this pandemic, I was masked up. You were masked up, and it was annoying the fuck out of me. It was because you know why? Because Sabrina just like to wear stuff like that. It don't matter if it's if it's if if it it works or not. She just like anytime you can put like a proper one and be extra. She liked to wear it, so that made me the number one anti-masker. Soon as I seen her being at Joe with a mask, no, but I know people in Asia wear wear them. But that's you like to you love tools. I do love props, but I didn't. I don't want to wear a mask all the time. You were so happy to put it on. As soon as it was time, like, she put the mask on before the CDC even announced it. Exactly, because my mom said, my mom works in a hospital, so my mom was like, if you feel, if you want to wear a mask, you should wear a mask. I understand, but I know, like, how you are as a person. If the CDC was like, you got to wear rainbows to protect yourself, you would have had a big ass pair of rainbows prior to them even but also, announcing it. I don't it. play about, I don't like, like, sickness and stuff. I don't think any of us throat. like it. Yeah, I know, but I just was like, let me put on this before, because I didn't, I didn't trust what they were saying. And my mom was like, put it, I know my mom working in the hospital, and she said, you feel comfortable wearing the mask, wear it. Yeah, Period. my mom was saying the same thing. Why do people in Asia wearing the mask? And I'm like, well, why the CDC saying not wearing the mask? I'm that type of person where if the CDC say something, that's who I follow. And when they said, my bad, y'all, we got it wrong, we learning too, I said, okay, my bad, y'all, I'm learning too. And I did what the CDC said, though, but I'm that's how I am. I'm not going to follow. My mom was telling me to wear a mask. I'm like, you don't look like Anthony Fauci to me. <laughs> and when he tell like, me, because I'm like, you are right by coincidence. That's why you are not right. Not your mom. She's a healthcare professional, but my mom was right on, on coincidence. So yeah, I'm like, I'm I saw not. them doing it in Asia, and I know Ryan was wearing, when he was in Asia before this all started. He had to wear a mask yeah. while he was there. And those so like, none of those are statistics, sense. though. I'm like, I it's need that. to hear that in order to change my behavior. Like, I need to know, like. Sometimes the clinical people, professionals. Sometimes they don't have it right, clearly. So I but they, it's like, not that they, no. they were learning. And the only reason why some people had it right is just because they guessed. That's why. It's not because they, they had proof that it was working. They just guessed. Well, I'm, I, I, I just felt like I just had to wear one. That shit really scared me. Like, when I hear the word airborne and all that stuff like that, I'm like, They said oh. it wasn't airborne at first. So that's another, that's another thing. They said it wasn't, and then it was. Which, again, that's what happens when something new comes out. Yeah, I just know. I was like, 
I need to have this on, especially on the bus. The bus, like, people was, like, so cramped. It was so, like, I remember when it first happened, I was so scared because it was just so many people. Everybody just looked dirtier to me on the bus. Yeah, everything. And people was just, like, coughing. We didn't know how the shit was spreading. I feel like I wouldn't have been that gung-ho on the mass if I didn't catch public transportation like I did. Because I was on, like, the train. Literally, I was on the train and the bus, which is, like, two major public transportation here. So I felt like, I was like, no, this shit is dirty, period. And they never, and also, I saw them clean the bus for the first time ever in my life. Yeah. And then when I saw that picture in New York where I thought those fucking seats were, I lived in there for four years, I thought those fucking seats were dark brown. And when they cleaned them, they were sucking my... I had no... I thought that was just how they was. Yeah. That's disgusting. So, a car, because I just don't want to be near nobody, because everybody is just so, like, nasty and unpredictable. Uh, You know I hate... You know I hate Because when Ebola... The first time this year, when Ebola came out, and I had to get on the bus, oh, my God. That was a nightmare. I was... My... I was always panicking. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, what the fuck? Because nobody knew nothing. I the bus. I always yeah. did because I'm just like, it's. I, I don't feel like it's normal to be sitting around this many people. Yeah, I don't like I, that. I just feel so uneasy. I feel so uneasy. And everybody unpredictable. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Some of the most uncomfortable situations I got in have been waiting for the bus or on the bus. Exactly. So I was like, um, a car. Driving is stressful, but it. I definitely like my peace. Yeah. So a car, and then it's these Yeezy sneakers I would like. Um, I could buy them myself, but I don't want to. So, um, yeah, if anybody listening, um, I forgot the name of them, but they are blue and uh, they're blue and gray. But um, those, and then a PS5. Excuse me. I don't know when it's going to be restocked. Um, Gotta be before Christmas, cause you you know that's gonna be on so many kids. That's true, but people are reselling. People list. are reselling it for like a thousand dollars, but people sorry. are buying it. I'm sorry. Yeah, people are, but not the masses. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> Some folks are, but I'm like that mom who want to get it for their son is not buying that shit. Yeah, that shit is a thousand dollars. But honestly, people don't even give a fuck about the kids that want to play the game. They like long as. Ain't somebody buying that shit. Yeah, remember but, that? Uh, like when ki- the games used to be for children? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with like adults gaming because like gaming has like evolved. But it's, but... A, it's a shame because the since it's like a, since they know that more adults are playing it because like our generation are like the gaming generation because like we grew up with like the PlayStation. Decent, yeah. One. Is, yeah, exactly. So I feel like they don't really give a fuck about the because they're like, like everybody wanted. Yeah, because they're like, oh, if this fucking. Um, trust fund baby can afford to pay, like, you know, a reseller or something. Like, who really gives a fuck? And they trying to eat, too. Like, I'm not mad at the resellers. I just wish Hope that Target can get some. Yeah, me too. But I, that's crazy. A $1,000, that's dumb to me, too, because it's just like, that shows, that just shows me how impatient our society is. Yeah, some people got heavy. Not me. I'm waiting. <laughs> shit, I wish that shit, oh, yeah, for real, for all. I wait for it to go on sale. PS4 is really advertised to grown men, like grown ass men, because it's like, oh, if he do this, I can. I mean, I'm sorry, PS5. If uh, <laughs> again, not the gamer in this house, but it's like, if he do this, I get him a PS5. If he do this, I get him a PS5. I'm like, I pray I, I, I don't date no nigga who even notice a controller. I can't. I'm not competing with no games. 
the thing is, I don't understand why people feel the need to. Like, I have date. Like, honestly, most of the, for the most part, the, the a lot of guys I've dated are gamers. Would you say, Eric? A smoker. As long as I'll say it, because I can participate. But I feel like it's not that serious. Like, I don't know. Maybe. Thing is, I do like games, and I will play one. You know how it is. But I don't like any grown-up who just is wasting time on a game for a period, like, consistently every day, to the point where you're almost like a loser. Like, Come on. You're a grown-ass man. Yeah, like, if it's something that you do, like, your free time, like, after work, blow off some steam, or, yeah. or if you're, like, a streamer or something mm-hmm. like that. But, like, I don't, I never felt like, I feel like it's so annoying to me, and I feel like this is straight culture again, but I never felt like I needed to compete with the game. In my mind, when I was dating somebody and they was playing the game, I'm like, all right, this is a time where I can just turn my brain off and I don't have to talk to them <laughs> Yeah, I just but feel like, to what extent, though? And also, like, when people start having kids and stuff, and one person is maybe, like, doing, like, parenting, and another person is playing a game, then it's like, no, get logged the fuck off. No, that's now. true. But also, I feel like some people be exaggerating, They do be too. exaggerating. They be exaggerating. Because they don't get it. Because they be like, I hate 2K. <laughs> it's like... Honestly, I don't like the I don't like the sports games because I can't I don't like, I don't I don't like sports games because I don't know how to play. Them. I don't and I have watch no. regular sports so I can't follow along. Exactly, and them. it's boring to me because you literally it's like all you hear is like the um, sneakers. They're like go, and it's like just an avatar and to my look like you. Used to trash me for fun on those games. It's too they slow. Make fun of me. I don't like it. It's too slow. That's why I don't like it. But like I feel like people be gassing it like to the. But also, I also feel like people be trying to make it like you can participate with the guy while while they play the game. Be I know me when I'm playing the game, I don't want nobody in my ear. Please, I'm the the same way. Don't play with me like that. So I'm like, that's not a team building activity. It's something you want to do without me. I understand that, but it's like, if you want to do an activity without me, you can't be doing it for six hours. I understand. You know, like collaborate. Yeah, like if you want to play Frogger, we can do that. But (laughs) you want to play The Sims. Yeah, like, fine, but, like, 2K and I was, like, shooting games. See, I now, I don't know, see, because I like playing games for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and like I said, sometimes that's okay, but when we, like, in a, like, come on, like, watch a movie or something. Like, I <laughs> that's don't why just I, have you in a, ga- in a room for six hours if I'm by myself. That's why I probably would have to date another gamer. Yeah, and I saw, I just, I really would, like, there like, some guys I, like, I talk to that play game, but they not heavy gamers. It's like if, if they bored. That's how I like it to be. I don't want you prioritizing a game over watching a movie with me. Like, because to me, I, I feel like that. My little brother is a gamer. He don't play that. Sometimes I like just being in people's presence, so I don't really. I, I sometimes I don't want you to talk to me. Yeah, I guess it all depends. Yeah, I feel like also it's because I, I feel like also me being the only child. I'm used to being in a room by myself and just staring at shit, just being like <laughs> in my mind. I'd be so entertained. And I'd be like, oh, I forgot I was in a room. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Here, cut your mic on. Oh, okay. Yo, I know, he tried to join the convo. Yeah, cut your mic he on. Tried- <laughs> no, I'm on your mic. He tried to join the convo. No. <laughs> say what you going to say. You over there having spit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, now y'all make me forget what I'm saying. Eric, come on. You had some, you added some, 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 some meat. Yeah, you added yeah. levels and shit to the conversation. Now you, you getting shy. Oh, uh, my God. He's shy. He's shy. All right. He really was like, earlier, he going to ask, would you? You had a question. 
For yeah, the you, you was like, what if something? Oh, we talking about God, but yeah, you was just saying how you don't need to be entertained. Yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't, I don't really understand. either. But it's just it, it will annoy me. Yeah, because you don't like sitting down. Yeah, I do. I like you know I love to sit yeah, down. You do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like you like to do activities. I like more. quality time. Like yeah, like actually engaging. With people. Yeah, because like I, me personally, I wouldn't play a, a game around somebody. Like if you. Came to visit me or something. I wouldn't just like start playing the game. I like, would just I be staring at you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, let me get to my list. Um, the first thing I want is a natural blowout lace front wig done by the person who does Beyonce's wig, or <laughs> by Yusuf who does like Rihanna's wig. I want a good ass wig. I want because like the thing is, I want to wear wigs, but wigs on me look very wiggy. I don't know why. That's so cr- That is the They don't look thing. wiggy on you. I see all of our friends, like all of our mutuals and stuff on Twitter. They look fantastic in wigs. And they're not always like custom wigs. Like they're literally Amazon wigs. I go on YouTube and I see these girls pimp these wigs out from like the hair store. I put that shit on and I look like fucking Barbie. Like I just look, I look. Real suspicious. My mom was like that too. A wig looked like very wiggy yeah. on her too. Yeah, it looked real. But you know, sometimes like, sometimes things wear me. You know, like Sabria has seen it firsthand. Like sometimes <laughs> I wear clothes, but most, of, but sometimes clothes can wear me. Shoes especially wear me. Yes, because you, um, you like a doll. I look like a doll and shit. Like it's real weird. Like I just look like a puppet or something. <laughs> so when like a wig just look like it's like photoshopped on top of my head. So I really can't. Unfortunately, I can get away with a lot of things in life, but <laughs> a wig I need a professional. But the thing is, like you braid your hair, but you probably need skinny ass braid because your hair it's is not just thick the, as fuck. It's not just the braids though, because it can lay flat. It's the front, like the lace. The lace is never smelted. Uh, but I want the lace it's smelted so, it's into so my, many to my forehead. To it, and I just figured it out, like, <sighs> the tricks and stuff. I just figured it out. Because also, because my last, one of my last wigs, I, ma- I made a mistake and cut too much lace off. You're not supposed to cut a lot of lace off. Also, I feel like you have a small forehead. I have a small forehead. I got a big forehead. I think your forehead is small. I feel, like, I feel like the width, maybe, but I feel like you have a small forehead. So with the lace front, you sometimes have to put, you have to cover up a, a few inches of your forehead. I need help. I can't do it myself, and I refuse to come out here with I talk too much shit <laughs> for other people to be coming out here with a fucked up wig. Are you kidding yeah. me? I talk too much trash about other people's wigs. I can't do it. Like, that's the problem. When you talk shit, you be so scared to do certain things because you won't, you know, <laughs> you won't get it how you gave it. Guilt like, will make you guilt. Too. And but the thing is, I ain't gonna say no names, but even some of these celebrities, like I be seeing their hair and their hair, <laughs> their scalp is a different color. It's not natural. Yeah. And I'm like, why is your scalp real light skin and you chocolate? Like, I don't get it. Cause the lace, the knots are too bleached, and you're supposed to put they sometimes people put concealer, but you're really supposed to put foundation. Here's the, my um, thing. Beyonce has been ahead of the game our whole life. She, Even when we look back at her wigs from like 2006, <laughs> can we tell that they're lace? But yeah, it's still good. It's still a good lace. Now it's, still good. it's invisible. She like her her wigs are so great. 
I, and also, like, a lot of the wigs be having too much baby hair and stuff on it. I I'm, am not a baby hair person I'm, no. either. No, first of all, I'm not, like, that looks so silly on me for some reason. Me too, Iman. It looks so silly. Me too. So I have to go with, like, that natural hairline that, like, again, Rihanna and Beyonce. That's what I want for Christmas. I want a, a really nice, and I want it to be a blowout, like a scissor wig almost. Like, or Solange wig. Like, I want it to be like a, because I don't look good with straight hair. I'm, yeah, neither do I. It's but weird. I'm the same way, Ima. I don't, I don't like all that baby. I was just looking at all these wigs yesterday, wig, wig reviews, and I wish more people realized that they're not baby hair people because everybody is not. Everybody is not a baby hair girl. And that don't mean you can't have laid edges. But that just means you it's can't a have difference. baby hair. It's very because I know, I'm not sweetie. Because I exactly because I usually push my edges back. Yeah, same. I push them back. Now, yep. Mm-hmm. The only thing I push forward is my willow's peak because uh-huh. I'm not trying to look like Count Dracula with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, the next thing on my list is I want a very expensive dermatologist visit. I don't know what I want done, but I want to go there and I want them to say hit me like I, well I want to say to them hit me like. Get, I want you to purge, just get dig everything out of my skin, resurface everything uh, that needs to be resurfaced. I want a steam treatment. I want you to exfoliate my lips. Like, I just want a full... Would you get a chemical pill? Yes. I want to... You know what? And now is the perfect time to get a chemical pill. Because you ain't outside. Is that... And we wear masks. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would be a perfect time. Now, the thing is... I use so many, like, natural, like, pills, but it's no match for a chemical pill. Mm-hmm. But I, I, my skin doesn't feel like a needed peel, but that's why I'm like, yo, I would probably look like a brand new woman if I got one. That's why I'm saying poverty, po- it's hard to look good when you aren't rich because exactly. it takes so much that's money. That's why people, see, this is why I also, this is why I get annoyed when people um accuse celebrities of getting the skin bleach and stuff. It's not that they bleach their skin, it's just that when you get money and you have more things to take care of your skin. skin. Is brighter. Your skin is brighter. And you realize, oh my God, maybe that's not my real complexion. Like, <laughs> because all this shit, like, you know? Yeah. So it's not that they're bleaching their skin. Sometimes, it's, yeah. Sometimes they might. But sometimes people, for instance, if I got my dark circles fixed um, and, like, uh, I forgot, like, on my cheeks or whatever, where it's like, I feel like I have, like, a natural contour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I got all that lightened up, I would look lighter. And yeah. if I got my neck, uh, like, like I would my, look lighter. Your underarms from shaving. Exactly. Your bikini area. It's a lot of things we I do because we don't all have access to the things we want to do. Like exactly. getting waxes all the time. Then it's just like, okay, cool. Like, you would look a lot better just by having access. So, exactly. Or, uh, or brighter. So it's like not people like bleaching their skin. It's just they're taking care of themselves and other things are being revealed. So. Yeah, bright, brightening versus lightening is so different. And I think that, um, yeah, I think a lot of people just need to brighten. But I, I just want to go and just be like, have at it. Like, do exactly what you think needs to be done. Even out everything on my skin, exfoliate everything, like entire body, not just face, and let, like, charge it to someone else. Let that chopper say. Also, I, the place where I got my coochie wax, um, they do, like, facials, and I was looking at them, and I was trying to figure out which facial to get. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I want to go to her, and I also want a vasacial, like a a vagina thing. They they steam you out and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm definitely ready, because I do it myself in the shower, so it'll be nice to have someone else do it. With that, with the wax, 
Like, I feel like for your first time, it would just go with the wig. Okay, yeah, maybe the first time it goes go. But I wanted at some point. Yeah. Because, like, the thing is, shaving used to be really terrible for me, but I developed, like, a bunch of, like, I learned so much about how you need to exfoliate and, like, use warm water on your razor. But, yeah, so things have gotten better, but a shave is just, I mean, a wax is just so much cleaner, even though I'm afraid of how it's going to feel. Yeah. Um. All right, so next on my list is going to be loungewear. I just want a whole bunch of, like, Ivy Park. I want a whole bunch of, like, Nike tights. I want ASOS. So I just want a bunch of loungewear because, honestly, even when this pandemic is over, Sabrina, no, I've been, I, I've really always wore, yeah, like, you've been, I'm trying sweatsuits to, and stuff. I'm trying to catch up on my cozy gear during the panty, but, like, you've been on it. Like, these sweatpants I got on now are actually <laughs> yours. Yeah, I was laughing because then on Thanksgiving you had the dress, you had on my dress. I'm like, oh, yo, yeah. I be forgetting where this shit go. I just watched it tonight. Too. That's so funny. But yeah, I, I, when I when I tell you, I live for a good sweatsuit, and I have endorsed. And you had the right outdoor. damn idea. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I, trying to catch up. I want some cozy socks, slides. Like I just love it. Love it. Also, you can get that Skims outfit if it's a gift because you don't. You're not buying it. Ugh, child, I really want. That I I am pissed off. Let us just say, <laughs> let us just go on the record and say it. I am so pissed. We talked about how um, Kim Kardashian, like she had that a uh, little loungewear line, and she, first she named the kimono. And we was outraged about it, and also it's Kim Kardashian, so we were outraged. And then she dropped Skims, and this shit looks so cozy. And I'm just like, how much do I dislike her and why again? Like, is it really wrong if I just go get the damn skims? It's like, why do I have to just, like, suffer so much? Why? <sighs> I don't know. The skims are nice, though. I'll give her that. Um, And the final thing is a vacation home on a remote island. That's what I want. Like, as much as I just want a home, my neighbors have permanently scarred me on my block. Like, Oh, I, I don't, forgot about neighbors. See, I'm used to playing The Sims. I forgot neighbors. Child, when you buy a house, you buy the neighborhood. And now yeah. my neighbors are so damn annoying. Like, and I can't point in which direction. They just literally all are so loud and disruptive. That's crazy because my block is, is like, quiet. I, I want to go on an actual island. But the thing is, like, I, I guess I said <laughs> remote island. But it don't have to be remote. It could be like literally like somewhere on Hawaii. In Hawaii. All right, I'm just like your neighbors. I just picture all these people like with pots and pans. Yep. Like, they be on the porch like, hey, how you doing? Yep, that damn Trump. I'm like, get in the house. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's our favorite part. That was a good one. That was a good one. Again, all our billionaire listeners, you know what to do for us now. Don't you say we never gave do. you direction. So, it's time to toast. This week, we're toasting to Elliot Page, okay? So, we all know the actor that starred in Juno. Today, he came out as a trans man, Elliot Page, and we're just so happy because that's incredible. He came out non-binary, but he just uses he, they. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, I was reading an article, and they said that he came out as a trans man, but they probably were incorrect. So, um, yes. Hi, friends. This is the message that he left on Twitter. Hi, friends. I want to share with you. I am trans. My pronouns are he, they, and my name is Elliot. Page, who was uh, Ellen Page, starred in several critically acclaimed movies. Sorry, I don't know why I'm reading the entire article. 
However, I'm just excited. This is this is really. I know, and I'm excited. Also, I wonder if they're gonna put this in Umbrella Academy somehow. That's what I was thinking. Cause I mean, I know it's already shot. Um, season three. I don't know how much of it is shot, but I know it's already shot. And I know that. Um, cause I don't. For me, um, you probably noticed it too. The last season, I noticed that. I didn't finish the last season. Oh, you didn't finish the last season. I, don't, I just forgot. I didn't finish it just now. Oh, shit. I didn't like the last season, to be honest with you. Really? No, I didn't like that time travel stuff. It wasn't bad. I was I was into it. No, I just... I, why did they have to put, like, a Black Lives Matter moment? Oh, in? yeah, that was... I I'm was like, shit huh? Everything I watched. Like, I was on. like, huh? And they was beating the shit out of her, too. Like, they was... <laughs> and she couldn't use her powers. I mean, you got me chopped. Yeah, I was No way in the world I can make somebody do whatever I want, and I'm a little white but man. But she ended right? up... did you? She did use them. She right. used it from jump. She she used them, and then her husband got mad. And I'm like, what the that's fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's an annoying storyline. Also, so. like, Diego should have known that that... Little blaster, he was with was evil. She <laughs> I know. all in his face. She was too like she was too. It was definitely some funny moments, but I'm just like, uh, I finished it though. Um, I'm finished. I'm gonna finish. But I I noticed in the last season that I feel like um his character was a little bit more masculine. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like that. Um, but I was like, oh, like I didn't like think anything of it. But I wonder if they're gonna like play it out in the. Um, you gotta finish it because the next season, now the next season that looks like the fucking one. Okay, I'm gonna go back. Also, I didn't like how that one sister. What's the black one's name again? Rumor, Allison. I didn't like how Allison just didn't seem like she missed her child at all. <laughs> oh yeah, she did. <laughs> like imagine ha- like having a whole baby and you just go get remarried and just don't like. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> You shouldn't even be focused on Omer. You should be trying to get back to the present. I know. So you get back to your damn kid. And I'm like, that's just... But also, she don't have custody of her kid, but still. That's, that's why she don't have custody. You know what? I just can't. I just can't. Well, she messy as fuck. But no. I, I'm just... I cannot. Shouts to Elliot. Shouts to Elliot. All right, so now let's get into tea time. On this week of old ladies acting up... <laughs> Lisa Wright... She the, always got some shit she to say. Always, and she she talk a lot. She of a shit. messy bitch. She a messy old bitch too. Like I tell you, she the one. What's the guy name from all of us? Tisha Campbell husband. Um, uh, Dwayne Martin. Is yeah, that like you talk a lot of shit for someone who like Dwayne Martin ruined your marriage. Like, <laughs> she really blamed Dwayne Martin for her husband being a cheater. What? Cause you know she married a man who was royalty. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember which island he ruled. It could have been Belize. I don't know if they have a. I don't know. <laughs> it could have. It was an island. Uh-huh. And he was a playboy, and Dwayne Martin, who she thought was her friend, was having fun with her husband. And she's like, Dwayne really put a watch. I'm like, I hate old people who do that. I hate. It's not just old people. I hate women who do that. They like, don't they, want to confront their nigga. They be like, let me think of everybody else who did wrong. Except yeah, for but me. it's his damn best friend fault for taking him to the club to see the bitches. You go home? It's like, first of all, don't come, don't, for real, don't come to me with no shit like that. Just don't. Don't come to me with no shit like that. Because I'm going to make you, I'm going to embarrass you. 
That's what I'm You said I'm going to make you what? You going to say I'm going to make you cry? Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to embarrass you. Don't come to me no shit like that. Because at the end of the day, that's my best friend. That's where my loyalty lies on some real shit. And that's messy. Going back and forth, telling him this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't have no, no shit to do with what y'all doing. Don't come to me with no shit like that. Let's oh my god, I'm cracking the fuck up. But yeah, so she has a podcast. Oh god, which everyone doesn't need to have one. <laughs> Let me just start there. Like these celebrities get in trouble when they get podcasts. I don't know why they do it. Okay, so on the podcast, uh, which I don't remember the name of it. I thought I took a screenshot. The screenshot. Oh, bitch is talking. <laughs> but one of the hosts. Uh, I'm looking it up. Claudia Jordan. Uh, was saying something about how Tony Braxton, like, um, like I, I can't imagine Tony Braxton not being able to put it down with the amount of love songs this girl's this girl got. Why are y'all thinking about and, that? You know, it's so funny that the the person in this article kept writing their age after they said everything. <laughs> it's at forty four. <laughs> And then Lisa Ray responds, "You don't know what she be doing in the bedroom. It's just like Holly Berry, all words and no action." So you already know Holly Berry, okay? We all know Holly Berry is kind of, you know, not the one. You know she, like, lives to kind of correct people. She's the same woman that went and took her baby's hair to the lab to prove that her baby dad was relaxing it, okay? She's not, you know, she be yeah. She has time, you know? And she responded on Twitter and said, Miss at Real L Ray 1, ask my man at Van Hunt. He'll tell you all you need to know. Okay? <laughs> so then, the okay, it's called Cocktails with Queens. I could, oh, okay, because I could not find it. I'm like looking on Spotify. Yeah, I'm it's like, called Ugh. Cocktails with Queens. She jumped back on the podcast and said uh, the rumor started because of Holly Berry's sex scene. Oh, wait, what? Damn, I missed a big part of it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so... Lisa Rice said, you don't know what she be doing. Uh, it's just like Holly Berry, all words, no action, saying that Holly Berry is bad in bed. And Holly Berry hit a response like, you can ask my man about me. And then Lisa Wright then jumped back on the podcast and was like, I remember when Monster Ball um, was out, her love scene, they were trying to say that she looked bad. And it was like, and I was like, no, it's just a movie, guys. What are you talking about? And then she also added, well, I don't really know about her um, sex life because I'm not gay nor am I bisexual. But that disturbs me because Holly is beautiful. I hate a bitch that will say something shady and then backtrack. She calls you out because you was all in her coochie. And now you're sitting up there trying to be like, there's a, there's a such thing as being an older woman. And then there's a such thing as being an old hating ass bitch. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. It's you really bitches are going to hell. They're, like I know a lot of older women and they, I'm like, yo, your wisdom. Like I, I could only be so blessed to I hate be your a age. old crunchy bitch. But you know, you always know the women who just always, they go, mm-hmm. As soon as somebody comes in and it's like, why are you like this? And Lisa Wright has a track record of being kind of like catty like that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful woman. Why are you acting like that? I don't get it. I feel like nobody has beat her ass. That's what it is. She did, but the thing is, because that's actually sad. Because when nobody beat your ass, that's because you ain't, you don't make anybody <laughs> mad enough to care. Yeah, they probably like you know what this bitch is just talking to be talking. She always talking, and then that name Lisa, like a lot of people named Lisa, be like that. Yup. Oh, so. she should mind her own Tucci. 
Yeah, speaking of Tucci, um, <laughs> so Young Thug decided to hop on somebody's microphone and lie <laughs> and talk stupid. He lied. So Young Thug was on another, again, another celebrity podcast, uh, T.I.'s podcast, Expeditiously. Um, I can, and, It's really called that? Mm-hmm. But look, in the Expeditiously, the T.I. is capitalized. Look, you see it, the last sentence of the first paragraph? Expeditiously is um, capitalized. I hate that nigga. <laughs> so, um, T.I. asked uh, Young Thug about, you know, maybe collaborating with Andre 3000. And T.I. said, I can't rap you two Andre 3000 songs. I ain't never paid attention to him. Never in my life. <laughs> and then T.I. said, what? Because he lying. T.I. said, you crazy. You missing out. Y'all need to work together. And uh, then he shared a story about <laughs> why he dislikes Andre 3000. He said, because uh, I guess T.I. asked him, like, well, you be working with Andre, with Elton John and shit. Like, why is it Andre 3000 a problem? And he goes, the difference between Elton John and Andre is, to simplify it, Elton John likes to kiss ass, and Dre likes his ass kissed. Elton John is like, hey, I like you. I remember your first song. I remember Gucci's first song when something came out. He's a fan type of nigga to the point where I'm like, let's do music. And he, and he's like, nigga, bet. Andre more like, this is his secretary. Hey, tell this nigga it's a, the, what? I'm sorry. I don't, sp- <laughs> I don't speak nigger. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I can't translate this. The fuck is this? Is this a direct quote? He was. This shit look like the Da Vinci quote. I don't get it. Read it, please. <laughs> I'm not reading this shit. Like, look at this quote. Let me see. No. Come on. I Wait, was going said, all cross-eyed. He said, Andre more like, this his secretary, A. Tell that nigga it's thug, nigga. What? That still don't make sense. Anyway. You he, know. he then... He said, uh, T.I. was saying he's an uh, ally. He said, he's an ally. Yeah, right. Pretty much saying he doesn't like, like, the new rappers and stuff. And a lot of people went online and was like, T- like, is Young Thug stupid? Because Andre 3000. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, he, Andre 3000 has gone on record not only to celebrate Young Thug, but so many of these new school rappers. Every day, every day I wake up. And Young Thug embarrassed me. Yeah, girl, I don't understand. Day. I don't understand the appeal of Young My Thug. My hands are tied. I really don't understand why any of y'all listen to this man. He's an idiot. He is disrespectful to Andre 3000. Andre also, 3000 literally walks so his weird ass can run. Also, he had on a, 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 a like a jacket that says, try to be like Badu 3000. Like... But that's what I'm saying. These new niggas don't have no problem opening their mouth and sounding absolutely stupid. I don't like that. They have no problem with it. I don't understand. Because he like our age. I don't understand what's wrong with rappers our age. Like, why are they so... arrogant. Yeah, why are they so fucking arrogant? They are arrogant. Want to know why? This is... This is going to sound like... This is going to sound so shitty. But when you take people who have never had anybody supervise them and you give them money and access, and all the women and stuff they want, and nobody's saying no, it breeds a monster. These niggas don't got no real mentors. They ain't got no real old heads or anybody that's teaching them any type of self-respect. All they got around them is yes men. Yes men, yes men, yes men. And they need somebody to tell them, shut up. 
Hell no. Absolutely not. You can't do this. Discipline. That's they need so- parents is what they need. That is so, yeah, they do. Because that, that is so, I'm like, yo, what is about, like, millennial rappers, Gen Z rappers, like, that are so, they're so fucking disrespectful, so fucking arrogant. They don't give a fuck if they even hurt. That's why some of the music suck, because they have no references. They don't give a fuck um, about, like, who, um, you know, did this. They they probably say shit like, I never heard a Tupac song. Yeah. Like, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and you know what? You sound stupid. That's why I was getting mad when those TikTok challenges be happening and the kids don't know the songs. It's not that they don't know the songs that bother me. What bothers me is the expression, like, like the music is bad or something. Like, how dare you? How dare you frown your face up to Luther Vandross? Like, are you stupid? It's like, even when I was a kid, I knew Luther Vandross made good music. Did I want to listen to Destiny Child? Absolutely. <laughs> but I knew Smokey Robinson was bull. Like, yeah, I knew like, Diana Ross was that girl. Like, I knew it as a kid. Yeah, like, I always knew stuff. And everybody know, I was listening to shit like, Ugh. like I was listening to crazy-ass shit, like, Crazy ass metal grindcore and shit like that, but I still knew Anita Baker song. Yeah, like, I still knew Sade. Like I love Sade. And it was a respect moment when on the BET Awards, like when Tyrese was singing like uh, like Luther Vandross song and Luther Vandross was like I don't know if that actually happened, but you know what I mean, like tributes, like the younger artists would give yeah. tributes to the older ones. Are they and, gonna do that now? Yeah, like when we saw like Fantasia singing Pay LaBelle, like it was just like a, a clear connect. And it's crazy. Like, we are you. We are here because of you. And it's none of that anymore. And like you said, me personally, would I have rather be listening to Event Sevenfold and like fucking uh Suicide Silence? Yeah. Yeah. But I um was not um, opposed to listen to Th- that's what I'm saying and it, other it, stuff. And now that I look back on it, I listen to the Get Band because I want to. You know what I mean? I listen to the Delphonics because I want to. <laughs> I listen to the Stylistics because I want to. And you do. I listen to the Dells and Teddy Pendergrass <laughs> just because it's Tuesday night. Like, that's how I do it. Yeah, so I don't like that. When people that. don't respect, I'm like, y'all sampled so much of other people's music in the beginning. So think- many, it's just so disrespectful to me. What's that quote from The Office when Michael Scott is like, do you think it's cool to do drugs or something like that? That's how I feel like. <laughs> do you think it's cool to be ignorant about music? Like, I, I hate that. Like, I always, even when I was younger, I couldn't stand people like that. That, like, they thought they were so cool. Yeah, so cool. Like, nobody ever influenced me. Then like, nobody... I'm original, everything. Like, first of all, nothing is original. And you look like a canker sore. How about that? You look <laughs> terrible sitting up here trying to be all arrogant. See, you always got to take it to a different, <laughs> like, huh? He looks nasty. And <laughs> none of us say anything about it. None of us. <laughs> We just accept them. And the thing is, like, I really love Young Thug music a lot because it's like, I don't know, I just feel like it's just like very rock star, like stuff like that. But like, he just constantly says stuff. And this is exactly They're why. They're not likable people. And here's the thing. This is why I do not like Leo Men. Oh, God. Yeah. I did not know that. Because like, I love Soldier Boy, but anybody breathe, he'd be like, that's because of me. He's not I'm wrong good. though. He's not Soldier wrong. Boy is the one that's correct, and he, <laughs> he is correct. He, he and is also, correct. nobody like no, nobody 
respect Soldier Boy anymore, and that's what the problem is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like if people was like giving him respect to be like a trendsetter, he wouldn't have to be so loud about his influence. But like to just to come for Andre three thousand is a sin anyway because he is just so he damn do cool. No, he don't he's do nothing. Awesome. He's an awesome person. He's just so cool. He is. He he's casual. He's also, chill. And he's taking a step back from music because he's feeling disconnected anyway. So for me, it's just like, oh, to know Andre 3000's mental health <laughs> might be low and to just kick him while he's down like that. I'm like, he has done nothing but put the South on. Also, he don't deserve that. Like, he, he don't. don't. And also, like, so it was like this thing where, like, people would just see him around the city. And he was like a Philly, take too. Pictures. And he'd take pictures with everybody. Me, personally, I would, I would never do no shit like that. Get the fuck away from me, baby. Even me, like, uh, I mean, what, a couple thousand people listen to this podcast? I'm sorry. You <laughs> see me? I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, be like, hi, I saw you Because I saw somebody, when I was at the tattoo convention earlier this year, somebody recognized me from Twitter, and I said, hello. Like, I was like, oh, like, you know, hey, nice to see you. But I'm not taking no picture with nobody. Absolutely no pictures. No. And I looked great that day. Oh, actually, I might take a picture. Because <laughs> it is me. Let's think about it. <laughs> yeah, you uh, are. You a smiley ass. <laughs> I love pictures. You do. I love it. You can ask me to take a picture. But you know what I mean? It's That's Not a heavy. Me. And that's fair, though. It's a heavy lift. But he did, he he was getting approached by so many people. Andre 3000 put the South on. He put a lid on. He did. Him and, him and... um. This nigga wore a fucking Tara wig. Ah, uh, love it. I love it so much. I'm not. I'm sorry. I feel like that was Young one of the last. That's is, one of the last straws for me. He that to me. I, love, I just want to yank them locks out his head. I'm just sorry. I love. I love. 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 Excuse me. Sorry. I farted. I love Ooh. Andre 3000. So that was just like a kick in a. That was a kick in the ass for me. <laughs> not a kick in the ass. Um. Kick so in the ass. we got a few topics, and I don't know which is. I guess we can just do a speed round because they both are. Just, they all are three are so interesting. So we ain't got too much to say about the summer walker in London on the track. Do we? What's his do, name? We London don't have a lot of stuff to say. What's London on the beat, right? London on the track. I had it yeah, right London the first track. time. You did. I think London on the beat sounds so much better. <laughs> I hate Yvonne. That's your auntie coming out. Yvonne, that sounds so auntie. London on the beat. Like that's not... What are you saying like that? No, you like, sound like Andana. Because <laughs> I know he on a track, but the beat is what really make the song pop. No, <laughs> we, I'm not seeing the vision. I really like London on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> I know he listened to this podcast. He should really think about. Even like you Brandon. sound like an auntie. You sound like Adana. That's not like Adana. And Damn. she would do that dance. Yo, Adana dance. <laughs> Yo, y'all gotta see Sabrina dance like my Adana. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, summer. That's just you know why I don't have much to say because it's so stupid and I it's feel, so dumb and, and like, I feel real dumb. I hate bitches like that. Like she just is. Yeah, she's very talented. Very but talented. stuff like that. But like, first of all, as much shit that I talk, I will never be like the people that I talk shit about. I can't. Mm. And like she li- said, it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. And she literally made fun of. First of all, I have respect for a lot of baby moms. Even if they're future baby moms, I don't know how they ended up being those baby moms. But also, I future, like that could happen to any of us. But also, yeah, I was say future never talked to me, so I feel like, I feel like anybody could be future baby moms. So I really feel bad for them because I feel like one day I might be victimized too. So anyway, I know it's just like that episode of Law and Order with John Stamos. You know, you always bring that shit. Up. That, that's, a, that's a, and that's the 
was that was the craziest because it was fucking John Stamos, the craziest episode. <laughs> oh, fucking Uncle Jesse. But anyway, um, <laughs> anywho, um, she talked all this shit. First of all, his baby moms be minding their fucking business. Also, they do probably they, do they be minding some their of them do. Okay, because I don't. Some of them be minding. I've like been hearing a lot from them. But no, here's the thing: they be minding their business. They be talking shit on their own Instagrams, and they probably be like, they probably be mentally be like, oh, I'm just a regular ass bitch. Like they just be venting and stuff like that. Then some corny ass um person who just lurking screenshot something they say and send it to the shade room. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's corny. It's just the same thing like with um, all those like rapper with baby moms. It's like everybody else obsessed with them Mm -hmm. and they want to make everybody care because they don't even be saying stuff in the shade room comments and stuff. They be saying stuff on their personal page which I feel like everybody had to write the vent. Also like if somebody did some corny shit like that who knows I I would just break all my rules on social media. But people be taking screenshots of shit they say and sending it to gossip pages. Anyway, Summer Walker, she had no business jumping in there. No. You are a singer. And you are, and also, you are in the same. You are a singer. She is, like, and also, you are in this, you have, um, you can bump into these people. Yeah. Mind your fucking business. And this is how I know she probably don't got no fucking friends. Because that shit, like, yes, me and Iman, e- we fucking talk about, you know, um, you know, when we together or we text about or on the phone, but like, yeah, child, you heard blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's some shit. Like, that's why she got that. Um, first of all, a Finsta page is supposed to be private, one. And we you're know not supposed you. and we know it's fucking you. And you're not supposed to let everybody in. First of all, her page is not private. She let everybody in. And so mind your fucking business. It's for attention. It's absolutely listen, it's for attention. Like, why are you talking about their no, situation? I don't want to stress no pregnant women out, but here's let's just do a quick She she did that herself. Let's just do a quick re- recap. She already stressed herself out. All right. So you meet a man and he got more than one baby mom. I don't know, but that seemed like a red flag to me. Yeah. Not only do you see this, but then you try to really put yourself in a position where you just like the the baby mom whisperer and you get to talk to all these women. Like you don't got no fucking kid. She been talking about, you know, starving babies and shit in her story. She just have the she be strong and wrong. Have these wrong takes and be really loud. No reason, no credibility, just want to insert her nose in somebody's business. So you beefing with all his baby moms who said he was trash and this and the other who tried to warn you. And now you pregnant and you getting online calling him a bitch and he ain't this and he's so selfish. Was he selfish before or after he got your ass pregnant? Because I'm not saying that London on the beat is not a bad, <laughs> is, is a good person. He should be held accountable. But at the end yeah. of the day, if it look like a duck and it quack like a duck, it's a duck. Hey. And that duck has never hid who they were. You had to d- believe baby moms. Like, that's about to be my new campaign. Believe baby moms. Because Period. new bitches act like uh, the baby mom just was lying. She bitter. Yeah, bitter baby moms do exist, but everybody ain't bitter. And also some... Everybody ain't bitter. And sometimes people had a right to a certain bitterness. Yeah, sometimes they have a right to a certain bitter a bitterness, but you know, as a as a girlfriend, you don't have to react if it's just about like, oh, he hurt you and I'm sorry. But if he really not taking care of his kids, girl, that's a person I no man who care about who don't care about his kids gonna care about you. Period. That's it. That's his own flesh and, and blood. blood. It did oh but but the thing is, oh but no, I'm maybe I'm a somebody and all of those other girls was a nobody. So now that he got me pregnant, you, you know he gonna like change. That. And now you gotta eat a big old slice of humble pie because that's not the case. So it's like, 
if you date somebody who got baby moms, that's your business. But you better make sure that you're not out here trying to clown them because as we all see, how how quickly we all have, we can wear the clown shoes. <laughs> we see. Exactly. They come in all sizes. They come in all sizes. And also, like, his, she talking about some... Um, I tried to get everybody oh together, whatever. And his other baby mom was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, stop she talking said, about this. Sh- she like, stop talking about this shit on social media. I have a cap. Uh, uh, okay, I have a screenshot of it right now. It says, everyone ghetto. It was also ghetto. I tried to get him to spend time with his other kids as much as I could. He ain't want to cause he was selfish. I tried to get his baby mamas to let him see the kids. They didn't want to because they was bitter and hated me for no reason. I tried to get everybody to just get the fuck along like one big happy family and instead everyone just shit on me. And I I just have the shit shit end of the stick because all these motherfuckers is ghetto. Baby, you got to too. First. And second, how you going to say I tried to get him to spend time with his other <laughs> kids as much as I could? He ain't want to because he was selfish. <laughs> and they're going to say I tried to get his baby moms to let him see the kids, but they didn't. They were bitter. You just said he don't want to see his kids. So how are you going to push a baby mom to let him see it when they already know this nigga don't want to see him? First of all, I'm not letting my child with anybody who I think don't want to take care of him because that Period. means you ain't going to watch them properly. And Period. you ain't doing me no fucking favors by taking my child when just because you feel like your your girlfriend pressured you into also, doing Also, I hate when niggas feel like they're babysitting their own child. Exactly. And that I, is a weak at Weak ass nigga. And you, anything can happen when you got a guy that's itching to just get out and live his own life. I know men like this who just don't want to be bothered with their own kids until, unless somebody else is kind of like managing them mm-hmm. and they just get to like, you know, have them sit on their lap or something. And if that's the type of man he is, they are right for keeping those kids away from him. They are. They are absolutely because correct. Because they spare their feelings, the kids' feelings. You think kids can't feel that they are wanted? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. They're all messy and hurt. I tried to make one big head. That's not your place. Okay, you're not the manager of the baby moms. And also, that's why his mom, baby moms was like, and also she was like, why are y'all saying this shit on social media? Like, I, the only reason why, like we said, we're not going to be talking about celebrity guys and stuff, but the only reason why we really fired about this, fired up about this, because it's kids involved. And, uh, and I feel like people that see kids as just like, props. oh, it's, yeah, it's props. They don't see or collateral damage mm-hmm. for um trying to get back at somebody like that. These are real fucking human beings. Yeah, yeah. And also, I see it as a, like, relationship thing. If you are going to date a man that has a baby mom, you need to not just go trust everything he say if a woman is telling you something different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I know some women can be bitter. I know everyone is not my friend. But I just automatically believe women, usually. So Same. I'm like, when a guy starts telling me all this bad shit about his baby mom, my antennas start to go up. Exactly. It's like, what is you doing? I mean, she could be this Medusa you trying to make her out to be, but I just have a but hard time. the Medusa is the man. The messiest bitch in is the always a man. The messiest bitch in the building. So I'm just like, uh... You don't don't come into no relationship trying to oh his baby mom this and the other you don't know that nigga you exactly just wait just wait a while pump the brakes mm-hmm. quickly Glossier is being uh boycotted right now uh well it started since August but thank God for our girlfriend Ryan aka the adult on um Instagram and Twitter for sharing it on her Instagram page that um there's an Instagram page called Outta the Gloss. And it's just talking about how 
you know, Glossier, we all know they hang their hat on diversity and having all the different age groups and, and ethical, ethnic, and you from the outside looking in, you would think, oh wow, here's an example of people who have been doing the work prior to George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. But based on like the people of color from within and the LGBT, like and the queer people from within, they're saying that they do a shit job of protecting them from both the management and uh, customers who bother them, and every time they voice their opinions. They were not taken seriously. So this happens so often where these small companies try to be so diverse, but they really aren't equipped to do it because they're still led by white people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like we can't be fooled by these like superficial like uh, diversity acts. Mm-hmm. So definitely follow that page. And I definitely won't be buying any Glossier until I get it any more Glossier until it gets resolved because my mom was putting me on. Yeah, I had no idea this was going on. And I was, like, thinking about buying something from them, actually. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Um, finally, this this is just quick. But I had to tell you this. I just added this, so you may not have seen it. Um, Drake is releasing a line of candles, okay? He's so annoying. $80. <laughs> uh, allegedly, these candles are going to be in the $80 range. And one of the candles smell like him. All right. Hold your comments. It's going to be five different candles, and here are the names. Sweeter Tangs, Williamsburg Sleepover, Good Thoughts, Muskoka, and then the final scent, which is his, is going to be called Carby Musk. His, his, the one that's going to smell like him is Carby Musk. That smells like a damn musky sandwich to me. Like, yeah, why would you say musk? But musk is good, but Carby? I hate men. Um, so I maybe back in the day I might have thought Drake looked like he smelled good. But now that I know he like be doing like sad boy shit, he yeah. just looked like he smelled like sweat to me. Yeah. So to say you want a candle, like ah, I just feel like mm. salt. Yeah, thank you. He looked like he smelled like salt to me. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I am hate this. Never mind, I ain't going to say it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, I feel like I've, I've said enough for the both of us. You have. That drink. was all, salt was very all-encompassing. But now I'm saying prior to this, what I said about mom. I don't know, I just don't want to, I don't want my, like, diner room to smell like Drake. I just don't. He's, but, a, he's a pervert. Good luck with those candles, baby boy. I hope they, uh... Everybody trying to get in on the candle business. Yeah. And I want to... I want, now, if, if Rihanna made a candle that smelled oh, like her... Oh, I'm not even a candle person, but the way I was going to first gonna in sm- line... I know that shit going to smell like toffee. I'm so mad because I wanted a candle. Um, It was named after one of my uh, favorite songs by uh, Casey Musgraves, and but it got beeswax in it. Damn. But you, Beyonce candle probably would smell so good. Now that would smell oh so good. Oh my god! I always dream about smelling Beyonce. Yeah, she looked like she smelled like sorry. Like fresh I just baked closed honey. my eyes and I put sure my um, <laughs> nose in her underarm. She like she smelled like fresh baked honey buns. Like, mm. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> she like, can you back up? Oh gosh! Oh god! Some people just look like they smell amazing. They do. Summer Walker scent. <laughs> Oh, God. Sewer souffle. Anyway, let's get out of here. <laughs> Moving on into the sunken place. Um, that was so mean. Oh, God. I'm I'm really working on myself. Are we you? Took, we, yeah, I am. We took a pledge. We said that we was going to, like, not be so mean. But the, 
No, you know what? Fuck it, because she said she was xenophobic. She said something about Asian people. Yeah, true. So fuck true. It. That's what I'm saying. Let like, the I just... sing. <laughs> Let's get into the sunken place. So, true kitchen cocktails. Okay. <laughs> there. It. The, yesterday, Monday was one of the best moments on social media in a long time. It that was... shit had me. That was probably. So I don't know if y'all remember, but the night when the nigger navy happened. Do you remember the nigger navy? No. Damn, you just had to be there. <laughs> that shit was funny. I feel like that was just as funny as the nigger navy. Oh my god! This I know. Shout out, hit me up if you remember nigger navy. Yes, oh, please, blacks only. Please. <laughs> blacks only. If you white, forget it. <laughs> so I I know that I have been on Twitter for some iconic moments, like the whole thing where we we thought it was gonna be World War Four. Oh, some yeah. shit and black people were acting a fool because you can't take <laughs> nothing seriously. Um, the night where Drea said something about like her her son. <laughs> yeah, she was my house with the homework. Oh my god, that shit was terrible. This year with that lady, <laughs> that lady was a try to protect Target. Yeah, <laughs> the lady in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, that that what's her name? Rachel. Uh, I, think. I think so. I don't remember. Jessica or Rachel. But anyway. This this yesterday definitely compared to it. So there's a restaurant in Dallas, and apparently there were some women twerking. Restaurant owner asked them to stop. It kept doing it. So instead of doing what I think would be common sense, which is asking the, the security you have on payroll to remove them, um, they decided, or he decided to make an announcement so that every paying customer knew he wasn't the fucking one. So what he did was he like, you know, this and the other, this is a place for self-respecting black people. I asked the men to respect themselves. I'm asking the women to respect themselves too, which is stupid. But anyway, he was like, if you don't like my rules, you can get the fuck out because I don't need your money. And like, he just pretty much scolded. It's like that one teacher who was going through a divorce and y'all all like maybe was making a little too much noise during homeroom and they went in. Flip. And you was like, whoa, like I know you're an adult, but that somehow felt like really inappropriate. That's how this teacher was like yelling. I mean, this this manager was yelling at yeah, these people. Yeah, he gave teacher vibes. So it was a lot of, you know, discourse. Uh, some people were focused on the fact that he cursed. Some people were focused on the fact that he had a short sleeve turtleneck on. A lot was going on. But for me... I'm just like, I don't give a fuck if them bitches was doing splits on top of the, the grill, okay? You do not yell at your entire group of paying customers to to and say, get the fuck out. People who, and there are so many people like defending this, like his restaurant, his rules. You're absolutely right. However, I personally will never go spend my money somewhere for somebody to act that way. And a lot of what he was saying was anti-black within itself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you need to respect yourself, this, that, and the other. People who do the most ghetto shit are always trying to act high class. You're in a restaurant where y'all pl- you got a live DJ playing crunk music. Not that the, <laughs> that's any excuse yeah, to act she crazy. Leaking. She's, She's soaking wet. Tell us it's a classy restaurant. <laughs> so you got that. With douce. Yes, you got a frozen douce slushies. Um, and you really think niggas ain't going to act up? Waiting two hours for food? That is niggertry. Yeah, people said that they were waiting two hours for their food. So you got people on empty stomach drinking douce, <laughs> and then you play uh, slow motion. Like, by juvenile, it's going to be a problem. Like, think about it. And not that... And it's a panty. And it's a pandemic, right? Which the restaurant should have been closed simply on that. <laughs> Since you care about black people so much, why have them all in the same space eating? 
idiot. Anyway, um, you set the tone for your restaurant with everything from the furniture to the lights to the drinks you serve on the menu and everything else. If you wanted this to be like warm daddies, if you from Philly, you know warm daddies is like, you go there when you try and get your grown woman on. Like, they got live music. You already know. It's like a tight, iconic spot for upper-class blacks and maybe some other people. But that's the vibe you're getting. It's a black-owned restaurant with a chill vibe. Miss Tootsie's in Philly, another elegant black-owned restaurant. But you going to go in there, you hearing Shaw Day. Mm-hmm. That's it. You hearing Maxwell. You hearing Jill Scott. And I think they have a private room there. Yeah, but, you know, you can't... You can't set up a like a ratchet environment, have a ratchet response, and then try to convince people that this is you know was what you know. Because that douce slushy would never be at Masusi's. Never a douce slushy that is served shit. out of a fro a douce bottle like come that on. is ghetto as shit. I'm and then sorry. I don't know if this is real, so don't quote me. But it was like a list of like <laughs> uh what you can't like a, wear like a dress code. He and, said body suits. Slides, especially the furry ones. That counts me the fuck out. Yeah, so my thing is, like, a lot of this is uh, based in in anti-blackness, in my opinion. Like, you know, people who are just so excited to just kind of align with white culture to say, look, we're being classy, you know, if you wouldn't twerk in my Giannos, don't twerk here. It's like, well, number one, people probably felt safer to twerk here because it's all black people. Yep. And this is what the environment is giving. Also, my Giannos is... Ghetto. Like, the yeah. setup of it, it looks like an old oh, house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, well, that's the whole thing. It's supposed to look like a traditional, like, Italian family home. Well, that's they got it. Yeah. But, like, even, not even to, my channel's is not, like, high class. Let's start there. But I thought it was till I went. <laughs> and, my like, even, Ruth, even, like, a Ruth Chris or something like that, the answer is no, they probably wouldn't do it because <laughs> they playing fucking Phil Collins in there. Yeah, so or, like, like, no music. No music. And, yeah, it is what it is. But, like I said, people got do say it's a live DJ. <laughs> they shouldn't have been doing it. No, but you have no reason to tell people to uh, get... First of all, do say in a live DJ. <laughs> I mean, one I, plus one equal two. I'm about to say, I, I could picture myself definitely doing a handstand, but it is what it I'm is. I'm sorry, I will never lay that down, the do say. The do say in a bottle, like a frozen bottle, is 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 giving ratchet. Like, what is wrong with I'm you? Gonna think, I'm going to think about that till the day that I die. And here, this is a high class establishment. Then you hear like people. And you didn't even tell about the most important part. Cocktails are spelled with a K. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they sell. And I just, oh, my God. The way some black people do brunch make me want to cook it myself indoors because. All of it is niggerish. You give these niggas red velvet waffles and they lose their mind. Like, they lose their mind. Like, black people do (laughs) not know how to handle brunch. I'm just going to go ahead on and say it. Black people don't know how to handle brunch. I'm not that type of brunch person. No, no. I'm not going to. Y'all can have fun. Without me. And you can't, can I, I can't tell you that he's not losing business and he's still cursing or they are still cursing people out on social media. Like if the you, owner? Yeah. If you go to the page, somebody's like, why are you deleting comments? And it was like a comment, like, because we ain't here to entertain you. We here to like, let people know about this and the other. And I'm like, listen, if you are like those sicko Donald Trump supporters who get off somehow from people being rude. Then you you found your people. You found the restaurant that's going you know give you what you what need what you need. But I'm not a person that allows people I'm giving my money to to talk to me like yeah, shit. Yeah, you're not gonna talk to me like that unless you a Jamaican establishment. Exactly, exactly. Other than that, you're gonna need to keep it respectful. Like period. period. And it's just like a basic expectation. Professionalism 
is is can definitely be you know annoying. We talked about that, like being in customer service when you're like being taken advantage of. But that does not mean that you get to tell customers to get the fuck out. Because I'm sorry, <laughs> if they was white people, he wouldn't have said that. Yeah, he wouldn't. Have. He wouldn't have told no white people to get the fuck out because he don't need their money. That's another whole layer. Because also people are under the um, I guess the word under the zeitgeist that white people have more money mm-hmm. than black people too. But it's no way in the world somebody told me that I can get the fuck out and I would have stayed there and ate. I, the way I would have, like you said, you said you would have took the plate yesterday. Yeah, I would have took the plate. Because it's, again, when you say something like that, it's no more rules. No more rules. It's no more fucking rules. So let's bounce. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, I'm going to head out. Period. So let's get on into common senses. This week we're talking about the talking stage. Oh, so fun. Get, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. Like, I hate the talking stage. Yeah, I don't like it either because it's just like you feel like sometimes you got to walk on eggshells mm-hmm. or also you don't want to tell them too much because you're like, okay, this cannot last. And then all of a sudden, this nigga know um, that I peed on myself in third grade. <laughs> but So let's let's define the, sunk, uh, let's define the, the talking phase. Like what do you what do you define it as? Um, I define it as <laughs> sorry, I was about to say first we fucking but um no the the <laughs> talking stage, I feel like it's like very like sometimes well when I was younger, it was like, ooh, like butterflies and like, ooh. But now I'm like, what's this nigga finna do? Like, or what this bitch fitting to do? Like, I'm just always like, what this person fitting to do? I feel like if we talk longer than Three weeks, then we talk. And also, I feel like um, if we, I mean, it's kind of hard. It's very hard to date right now because we in the pandy. But um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if we talk longer than three weeks, we talk. And also, I have to like you. Yeah. Talking, (laughs) we didn't talk unless I liked you, period. Okay? So talking to me is like... You give we we exchange numbers and we're talking with the intention to possibly date. That's what talking is. Talking yeah. is not mm-hmm. you so happen to get my number and you like me and I didn't know it. Yeah, like some of these no. niggas, I'm like, oh, you just was um you just something that happened. Or like this one guy like said he wanted to talk about vegan stuff and he just was trying to talk to me. I'm like, we not talking. Like, just so you know, like this is Yeah. You asked me about recipes. Exactly. Like and we, recipes is what you'll get. And also, we have to hang out a certain amount of times. Yeah. Yeah. So talking is Because if I ain't never hang out with you... And you can't talk... If you talk to somebody, mm. he's now off limits to me. Vice versa. So yeah, mm-hmm. talking is a little different, too, because it's like, because I used to fuck with him and I had, I liked him at some point, now your friends can't talk to him. So... That's the that's what it is. It's pretty much the step before. It's the preliminary step before dating. Yeah, it's like talking is that vetting period where you're like, okay, there are some interests, but before we like proceed, let's just see what, like, what's your favorite color? Like, what kind of jokes you like? Oh, okay, cool. Then like, even if you go on dates for a little bit, you could be talking, and then dating comes when there's like some exclusiveness to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have a different set of standards when I'm talking to different people. Like, if I'm just talking, like, say I, there's a guy where I'm just like, oh, he cute, but I don't know. Then I'm talking to him plus some. Like, that's just how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But we all had that moment where we talking to somebody and we're like, I want to marry him tomorrow. <laughs> 
I want him to like if whatever if he want me to have his babies or how many like how many like, I'll do it like I'll do whatever they want me to do and that's the worst position to be in because when you really like somebody you talking to you want all their attention and me mm-hmm. I'm a, a, all the eggs in one basket person when I really like one person um and earlier today my girlfriend was saying that that's like I shouldn't do that yeah. And I just disagree. I wanted to know your thoughts. Like, when you like somebody, is it wrong to put all your eggs in one basket while y'all just talking? Um, As the older I get and after, like, stuff that's happened and past, I feel like I don't want to do that. Like, put my eggs in one basket with somebody. Um, I also feel like, uh, like... With certain, like, talking stages, I feel like I'm always thinking, like, yo, what's this motherfucker, like, about to do? But, yeah, I don't like to put my eggs in one basket. I know for me, because I've had a problem in the past with romanticizing people, Mm. and that's not okay to romanticize somebody. Because, one, you once they don't fit your fantasy, you start being like, ugh, or you want to change them, or, like, it just shatters if they do something that's outside of your fantasy, it just shatters your whole world. And then so that sometimes that makes you want to throw stuff away before even giving somebody a chance. So for me, I can't do that. I'm trying to really be, like, very chill about how things are about because I have been always, like, I feel like, um, what's his name? Like, Crocker. Um, <laughs> like, ooh, fairies. Like, I just feel like I have been like that. Um, and, like, especially, like, what I had went through, like, last year and stuff, even though I shouldn't have, you know, been lusting after this person, I feel like, um, yeah, with me, the reason why I was lusting so hard is because I was so heavily romanticizing this person. So I feel like with me, the all eggs in one basket thing, I can't do that because once I do that, then I start romanticizing. And that makes me not want to really get to know certain parts of the person because once I start getting know get to know certain parts, they break that fantasy, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Or they'll do something like do something simple, like get me an Uber, and I I'm like over the moon. I'm like, oh my god, that was so. <laughs> no, that's how I feel. They do some road simple shit. Yeah. I knew you like me. Yeah, I knew it. so I'm like, I gotta cut that out. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I feel like out of all the perspectives I've heard, yours has made the most sense. Like as to why you don't put all your eggs in one basket. I put my eggs in one basket because I am a person in life when I know what I want. I do not bother with anything else. Like that's just how I am. Like if I know I have a goal, I have laser vision. And it doesn't happen all the time. Like, I don't always know what I want. But, for example, when I knew when I decided, when I was, like, maybe 15 years old, that I wanted to be a, a journalist or a television host or something like that, my focus has been on that. From the time I was in college, I never questioned, like, any other major, any other field, any other, like, uh, industry those whole time. It wasn't until I got older that I somewhat questioned it, but my heart is always in this industry. Like, same thing with veganism. Once I know something to be right, I stick to it. And it's the same thing with dating. So it's like, once I have a guy where I'm like, no, I know damn well I like you, and I don't like any of these other guys, why even spread my energy to other people? Now, you see, know? I don't want to talk. The thing is, I don't want to talk to anybody else. If the person that I'm, like, focused on, 
is not showing me what yeah, I that's want. What I meant. I'm just yeah. like, I'm I'm just like I'm kind of done. Exactly. I'm not I'm not looking for anybody else. And my whole thing is, so what if this does not work? It don't. I'll survive it. You know. Yeah. I I, I think some people be so worried about th- that person falling off, and then they just single with no picks out here. And for me, it's like I don't really care about that. Like if I. If if my if the person I'm really interested in stops fucking with me for whatever reason, I'm not gonna be like, damn. If I was still like on Tinder, excuse me. If I was still on like Tinder swiping, I would have had a nigga right now. Cause to me, the goal is not to find a man. Like the goal is to just you know find somebody I really connect with. Yeah. So if I thought that's what I was doing and it didn't work, then I'm just like, okay, it is what it is. Also. My girlfriend was saying, well, is the expectation for them to not talk to anybody else and. I typically, when I'm talking to somebody, I know when I am their number one draft pick versus when I'm on their bench. But I don't even be thinking about that if they talk to somebody else. Same, but that's what I'm saying. The reason why I'm thinking about it is because subconsciously, you know when you really not that girl for a guy. You know how you're just talking to somebody like, and it's like, I don't even have the right to care about who he's talking to because I know I'm talking to seven other niggas too. So it's like, I I don't even have the right to, to care what he's doing. But you know, when you really like somebody, it's like, all right, I know I'm not going to get too invested in what they got going on, but I feel like they're giving such a decent amount of attention to me. I would have a hard time understanding when they had time to give attention to someone mm-hmm. else, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I want to be with it. So it's, and if I did somehow find out that a person I was giving all my attention to was talking to someone else, it is going to ruin the integrity <laughs> and the trajectory of the relationship. Because I think in order for things to work, you need to have the illusion during the talking phase that there's no one else. Yeah. For me, as a Leo woman, the moment I know that there's somebody else, I'm like, well, then pick that bitch. If if it's ever a a, a decision or a question between me and somebody else, it's going to be her because I'm taking myself out of the equation. Yeah, so I'm no, like, I'm the same way. So I'm not I'm not a good girl to tote other people or and like don't tote other people in front of my face. Yeah. Because that's just going to like, oh, I really like to pretend that other women don't exist. So just don't do that. And also it's triggering because I feel like it's hard enough to believe out here that somebody could just be interested in you and you only. And just like all the people in the world, like, dang, is this the mix? Like, so when somebody just kind of like crumbles that idea early on, how are we supposed to build on it? Because now my number one trigger has already been presented. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I put all my eggs in one basket because I'm just like, well, look, I just like you. And I'm a loyal person, and I just want to be the I, I want to be the same way I want my partner to be. Even if that's not true, it's fine. But I'm like, well, I didn't come out of character to, you know, hold down a nigga. That's just not who I am. Yeah. Let me see. What other guiding questions do we have here? I also, me, recently, I've been trying to, sorry to say this word, but unpack <laughs> a lot of stuff. And... Because a lot of stuff that I realize that I don't like, like how relationships and stuff is, is like based in like um, heterosexuality mm. and how standards, certain standards for relationships are different for um, heterosexuals than it is for queer people mm-hmm. and how like um, not saying that, I mean, no relationships and stuff is perfect. But I feel like a lot of stuff, like you see in the media and stuff, is based on um, heterosexuals, um, uh, preferably the woman, always 
being jealous of something mm-hmm. and like being hyper caring about this and being like like I have to do this 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 like whatever like kind of set for wife ish and like I've been just trying to like um peel back those layers on that and being like um I don't really want to you know uh indulge in this um because I feel like it's just how now I feel like I'm acting like people on TV. Yeah. Or like acting like how um people think I'm supposed to um operate and behave. So I'm like just trying to create my own wave in a way. And how I think is big like once I feel like I'm being like stressed out or like if I feel like I'm acting like excuse me, Mr. Crocker, I'm like, um, I have to like I feel like I have to remove myself because I'm like I like to be like a chill person and just, like, ride on, like, you know, start, when one sudden start making me feel like, you know, like, ah, I'm like, okay, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, no, and I definitely feel that. I just, um, and I do, I can see that sometimes, like, presenting and who I am like that, like, I don't know, it could be a little overbearing sometimes, but that's just because of who I am as a human being. And I also don't, sometimes I want to feel like, hey, if I feel a sense of, like, jealousy or outrage or any of these emotions that are stereotypically, like, um, given to femininity, I want to feel comfortable to do it and not just be like, oh, you are you acting this way because you're a woman? No, I'm acting this way because my feminine side is just taking over right now. Mm-hmm. Like, when I need to be masculine, you know I get into that bag. But there are times where, like, actually, I don't even think nagging is a feminine trait. Yeah. It's just something you do when you are annoyed. Yeah. And that's what it is to date men sometimes. It is to be annoyed. Like <laughs> a lot of times. So I'm like, that's <laughs> that's the reason why I do it. Yeah, I feel like I, I just want to be free to react how I want to react without it being because I'm a woman or because yeah. I'm this or because I'm that. So I'm like, when I react, I just react, you know? I feel like I probably got maybe one more man in me today and I just can't, I, I really can't because it's just not productive it's not right it's wrong and it's yeah i feel like it's definitely um mental illness and remember when molly's therapist asked her if you want to be right or you want to be in a relationship or insecure Uh first when i heard that i'm like ah damn she dropped the gym and now i'm like that's not fair that's not that's not fair to ask some because women don't men don't have to ask that question they don't have to ask Questions and at period. all. We women gotta do so much work, fucking unpacking to understand damaged people. <laughs> like, let's just get that right. Like, we are bringing our breaking ourselves down a lot of times to understand people who are broken, and to to say, do you want to be right or you in a relationship? It pretty much says, do you want to abandon your common sense? Or do you want to have companionship? And I don't think that that's fair. That's Men be fair. like, do you want to cheat or do you want to be in a relationship? That's the type of shit they Exactly. Ask. And also, it's just not fair um, to, like, for instance, like me. I'm like, oh, at first I was like, oh, I don't deserve a relationship because I don't have a job. I got a job. And I'm like, oh, I don't deserve a relationship because I don't live on my own. I don't have my own place. Always something. But it's like always something um, but, like, I feel like men never consider that. It's always, like, the brokest men, the dirtiest men that have, like, the, all, the, all, 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 all the fucking audacity. Ugh. So it's just, like, 
I'm always, like, cutting myself, like, short and being like, oh, I can't do this, whatever. But like I said, I probably had, like, now I'm thinking about it, um, I feel like I could definitely probably just be alone. But I'm just, like, I feel like I have, like, maybe, like, one, maybe two more in me because it's not even a joke anymore. They're literally, I just don't understand. And it's like every once in a while, I will find a man that's like, okay, cool. Like, you are, you doing good. Like, I mean, I don't know your tea, but you seem like a pretty, you seem like a human, right? But then a lot of times they then, be in relationships or we find out some shit. Uh, or it's like the end of Thriller when Michael Jason turned around and the eyes, it's always like that. I'm telling you, it's always something, man. All the all these guys in my life, and it's so hard to remain optimistic about dating. But the talking stage is the worst. Um, I do always tell people, like, go with your gut. Like, if you really like somebody, don't feel foolish about saying, I just want to focus on this. And if it don't work out, it's not your fault. You can't make something work by yourself. Like, if you showed up your best and was honest and true to yourself and it didn't work, then that's not your life partner. And while it may be hurtful, you can also, like, like I kind of get excited when I find out somebody isn't for me because I'm like, well, you know what? The story continues. And not to be Carrie Bradshaw, but, <laughs> but like, it's an event. Dating really is an adventure for me. Ex Sabria, like, I really be dating some. <laughs> Some different niggas. Like I make sure I date niggas from d- different countries, everything. Because Always I'm like different countries. Oh, usually from somewhere other than where I live. But I'm like, just hop into your Carrie Bradshaw bag and just write, make it a blog. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like make it a blog. Like don't, don't take it seriously. Don't get hung up on these niggas. Like have fun. Seriously, even with your heartbreak, like lean into that and be dramatic. Like listen to music, (laughs) like cry in the mirror, like be real dramatic because you get over shit when you just feel it, you know? Yeah, that's very true. That's why I am uh, to the point where I'm like no thoughts, head empty. (laughs) Like that's that's how I feel. Her. Um, So yeah, that's it uh, for the, um, damn, shit. I did want to ask you one more thing um, as far as the talking stage. So my girlfriend was saying that this is all from a conversation we had earlier, that you shouldn't make assumptions. You should always communicate. I think some assumptions are okay to be made. It's okay, like, but some... I, I really feel, I, I'm really down with the communicating thing because I don't like, like, for instance, I was watching Brokeback Mountain, surprise, last night, <laughs> and um, I've watched that movie a thousand times, and it's interesting watching it as I get older um, because, so for instance, um, sorry, spoilers, if you haven't seen Black- Brokeback Mountain, you should have. The movie is, like, 15 years old. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Um, Michelle Williams, her character, Michelle Williams is Ennis's wife. Ennis is played by Heath Ledger. Um, she, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, who is Jack uh, Twist, he, is that his last name? Jay, uh, he comes into town, and him and Ennis haven't seen each other in a while. They start making out crazy. Michelle Williams' character, she sees them kissing. She just closes the door and go back in. For years, for like 20 years, she never said anything to him about it. You know. She just started picking with him like over certain stuff, like getting into arguments about stuff, and eventually they got divorced. Then they're divorced. She's pregnant with another man's baby. She's married to another man on Thanksgiving. She brings. She decides to bring it up. The yeah. fact that she saw them kissing and the fact that she knew that whenever he was quote unquote going fishing, she was fooling around with him. <laughs> Twenty years, you wait. 
So yeah, that's a little. That's, that's definitely fucked up. That's too much. Like that's that's too, extreme. But that's such so extreme. That's so extreme. And I definitely think communication is important. However, I know this is gonna sound so ignorant to me. Sometimes I think this generation be communicating too much about shit that's common sense. Like, and to me, that to, when I'm explaining something that we both know is common sense, it's because a nigga knew. He knew he was wrong, you know? Yeah, no. And that's what that's I'm not going to do. I'm not going to yeah. do that, like, condescending as, like, oh, I did not know. Like, I'm not used to communicating you did know that when you dated someone else while dating me, that that would be hurtful. Oh, yeah. So, no, that's like, to, that's you know, totally but different. then there that's will totally be people different. like, niggas will try to play relationships like it's a court case, like get off on technicalities and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, at some point, there are some things where I'm like, I guess you shouldn't assume, but I'm ready to assume. Like, when you should be transferring from the when when you're transferring from the talking stage to the dating stage, like, do you need to have an official conversation about that? I'm cool with going off of vibes, you know? Yeah. But it's like, how often do your vibe be right on the same page as somebody you are talking to? I feel yeah. like if our vibe is not on the same page, you don't like me. That's yeah. just it. If you're not ready to move into something with me while well, I'm ready to move into it with you, you don't like me. Period. Yeah. Even if you like me a little, you don't like me enough. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, sometimes I feel like, yeah, communication is key, but I find it so annoying, the idea that I would just have to communicate shit that I think is common sense. No, constantly. I definitely agree with you on that one. That's a bit too fucking much. Like People communicate about every shit. Like, come on, you communicating every day. Like, I don't have to do that with you. Like, me and you just talk every day on some normal shit. Yeah. I don't have to be like, Sabria, when you ate that cornbread in my car, it made me feel... Like, come on. I'm not doing all that. That's too <laughs> much heavy lifting. Yeah, I don't have much. it in me to be breaking everything down like you a fucking baby or something. Yeah, that's... No, I definitely agree with you. And now, after you said that, that, that pissed me off and that makes me feel like I don't even want to do this shit. People like boundaries and like, get out of here. I'm not doing all this boundary talk. I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not doing all this shit. Now that's one thing baby baby boomers got right where they just was like, <laughs> come on, cut that snow, it's, come on with the snowflake shit. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, because we never have to talk about shit like yeah. that. It's just kind of obvious. Because we're on the same page. So if you got to be telling people everything about how you move and, hey, you know, don't put your feet on the dashboard. Y'all not on the same page. Y'all shouldn't be dating. Because me and you both hate shit like that. Yeah, like find Period. someone not only who loves what you love, but hates what you hate. And I think then you might be closer to finding, you know, a life yeah. partner. Yeah. Yeah, so that kind of made me be like, damn, I really, I don't know if I could do this shit. Because I don't like that. Ah, I, I don't like that. Yeah. Okay, that was my last question. Um, So time for a gratuity, gratuity moment. We got to figure out how we're going to pronounce that. First, Gratitude. Oh, gr- gratitude. That sounds good. Gratitude. I say gratitude. Okay, gratitude. So, a gratitude moment. I just want to give a shout out to Saria for making that vegan mac and cheese this Thanksgiving. (laughs) When I tell y'all that was the best thing on my goddamn plate, it was so good. I'm so happy that you made that. And I went and I picked it up on Thanksgiving to have it at dinner with my family because I was not playing. Also want to give a shout out to the Nile Cafe because... While Sabrina's thing was the best, they also made some vegan turkey legs was, that was the second best thing. God, I wish so, I had that. Oh, they're so good. I hope they bring them back for Christmas, yo. Please support Ooh. Now Cafe, a black-owned vegan business. And their food is so good. Delicious, unmatched, and they keep things so simple. They're so pleasant. I'll be busting it up with them when I come in. Like, I'll be talking forever. Ugh. Also, um, I want to thank my dentist because um, he's hot. And... <laughs> 
my everything's healing perfectly with my um for my <laughs> procedure. I know that's right. Center City Emergency Dentist. <laughs> Get with it. Oh, I would like to thank. I like to thank all of my mutuals that support me, no matter how crazy yes. my ideas are. Um, people always, no matter what I do, they right on fucking board. You want to do makeup? Yep. You want to sell sneakers? Yep. We gotcha. Love it. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. Thanks, team. And also, people that are not my mutuals, just supporters. Thanks, y'all. Love to see it. Um, also, we did say something about a virtual Christmas party. We are working out the details. Um, we haven't even talked to each other about it yet, but we will get on it and drop a date. Um, do it on Instagram Live. We heard some talks about karaoke, but we got shut down by the gram for uh for copywriting things before with the music. So we got to be real careful because we ain't got the money to be paying nobody. Wait, when we did that talent show type thing? Yeah, one, we couldn't save any of it to our story because, I mean, we couldn't save any of the Instagram Lives because it was like copyright issues. Uh. We were so picky. Um, yep, so make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram at Iman Mate and follow me on Twitter at It's Mate and Sabria. You can follow me at It's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. I know Eric about to beat our ads. We are way over time. Mm-hmm. We're going to head out. Bye. Peace.